What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Cedric Shine, your host with the most. Um, here with Breeze. Who we thought would not be on the show today, but he is hosting the room. Um, not 100% sure what Cedric you're going to get today. Could be office said, lawyer said, as Maura likes to call it. I will tell you, I have some uncle nearest that I got from my aunt. I have not been drinking, uh, but my friend celebrated her 40th birthday, so I plan to drink copious amounts of Hennessy, and I may start my day with a little Uncle Nearest. Breeze, what's good, baby? Talk to me. What's good? You already know the vibes. I'm on daddy duty right now. Uh, my girl dropping her, her friend off at the airport. So it's me and, and uh, ZZ. is my daughter's uh, nickname, we call her. So it's me and her right now. And some KCDA. I do have a Julito um, intro impression I want to pull off to see. And then y'all just put hundreds in the chat if it's close to the Julito KCDA intro. Did you want me to just start it? Yeah, I was waiting for you. I didn't oh, know. Okay, you... all right. Yeah. All right, ready? All right, hold on. Here's another. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nick's Chatter. The day after, hope you all are doing well, family doing well, spirits are high. The New York Knicks win in Washington 112-108 and go to five games over 500, a full game lead over the Indiana Pacers. If you look up at the Jumbotron, you will see the KCDA thread. It's a place where you can keep the conversation going. Maybe you're making muffins for the first time. And you don't have time to talk and not burn them. Maybe you helping your kids with their homework and you don't know the answer to number five your damn self. So you got to focus on that and intro, you know. Um, chat game. Go in there. Introduce yourselves, you know. Get a nice little exchange, some playlists. Get comfortable. You feel me? It's KCDA. If you at work, turn, turn us up at work. I don't give a fuck. Why you working on Saturday anyway? Turn that shit up. Get suspended from work. They, gonna, they need you. So go ahead and try some shit. You feel me? What'd you think, Seth? I thought it was a good job, man. I got to give it to you. Especially especially how you held after Nick's chat of the day, after the way you held that, the enunciation I thought was impeccable. Yeah, I, I did a couple of these, so I got some I got some cliff notes. Well, well, well listen, you, you said everything that needed to be said, man. You really, you're an efficient brother. So I got to give it to you, Breeze. Um, look, man, you know how the show goes. You, 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 today, Julito's not here, so you got to start us off. Cook us up with the, with, 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 with takes, baby. And then we're going to get in to some folks. Hey, look, I know, I just want to say this because Breeze did not say this. We are not pulling the substitute teacher shit. Khalil, I saw that you have requested, don't come up here trying to talk for five minutes. I want to be clear why, why I'm saying this. I go into other spaces and listen. There's a point when you're letting people talk for five minutes that everybody just starts to check out 
people start repeating the same thing that somebody just said because they were talking for five minutes. You don't need five whole minutes to give a quick take on a show that got, you know, 10, 15 people that want to speak. <laughs> Excuse me. So that's all I'm saying. Come up. Give the take. Let's rock. I don't think we're going to be here long, but uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear what Kat's got to say. All right. Um, excuse me if my daughter gets in. Nothing I can do about that. Um, we attach that to him. First off, let me start off by saying nothing I'm going to say is much more about the game. Solid game. Emmanuel quickly. I'm happy he had a good homecoming. Um, Jalen Brunson is going to be most of what I say today. So there was, there was a space trend. And in the space trend, a lot of people was echoing the fact Jalen Brunson makes nobody better. I'm going to say that again for dramatic effect. Jalen Brunson makes nobody better. Now, as a man with multiple... Okay, hold on. As a man who holds four different jobs, right? I average about two jobs a day. I can tell a hardworking man. And I can tell when somebody is doing other people's jobs as well. So the, the theory that Jalen Brunson makes nobody better is debunked from the fact that he is doing four people's jobs. Let's start off with the coach. He is managing the team, morale, and the confidence of young players. All jobs that are supposed to be taken by one Thomas Thibodeau. Let's look at some quotes from some guys. This is what he had for Emmanuel Quickly. This is what he said about Emmanuel Quickly. Quick has the ability to kind of switch on and off where he's playing on the ball or off. I think my first four years, I had the same ability, but he's way better than me when I was doing it. He's really special. Now, if you watched Emmanuel Quickly's game last night, it ain't the fact that he was just in a bag, hitting everything, just making a lot of good plays, right? It was more the fact that you this was the first time you've seen Emmanuel Quickly confidence show. When he made the and one, hit him with a nice, I think he said, I'm that mom, you know? I think that's what he said. This is what he had for R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, who was slumping this season. I think he can be a very impactful player. I think he can lead a franchise, and that's what he was picked here to do. He can do it. I have the utmost faith in him. This is what he said about R.J. Barrett. In a time where R.J. Barrett can be forgotten some nights, you know? Yesterday, he didn't get very much touches. Um, but you got to keep those players engaged because confidence can wane in this league. Last but not least, this is what Julius Randle said about him. He's one of the best teammates I've ever had. I can't say enough about the chemistry and the energy he brings to the locker room. It's just everybody can see the effect that he has on the team. Right now. Um, for the front office, Zizi, you killing me right now, Zizi. Um, for the front office. The best free agent that they're going to have for two summers available is Jalen Brunson. When you At a time where you have a multitude of draft picks, right? So at this point, Jalen Brunson has done the job of the front office at least for two seasons because they filled the position of need. Also, he takes pressures off the deals that you have not done well with providing the Knicks PRI candy, right? Why we, we all talking about Jalen Brunson, 30-point games, Knicks – couple games over 500 you forget the fact well you can forget the fact that you aren't getting production 
from three of the moves that you made, resigning Derrick Rose, Cam Reddish, and Evan Fournier, right? One, one of the most maligned picks, Evan Fournier, you haven't needed those productions because Jalen Brunson is right now on a tear, right? Then what you got? As far as PR, right? The media has been quiet about the Knicks if it's not basketball related. There are no outside stories currently with nothing to do with nothing outside of the Knicks other than basketball. That's a byproduct of Jalen goddamn Brunson. Social media, we all looking forward to the post-game locker room snippets where he showed camaraderie with his team and is giving the fan base insight on how he leads the locker room as well as his game, right? Now let's get to his play. He's playing at an all-star level. 22 points, almost seven, re- almost seven assists, 47% shooting, a steal, and almost 40% from three. The Knicks are the sixth seed, four games over 500, and he has two career highs a week apart, right? There's four Knicks players whose production is way ahead of where it usually is at this time. Manuel quickly is averaging 12.3 points. Quentin Grimes is averaging 10.4. Barrett, he's finished last season at 20. Right now he's at 19.9. And he got Julius Randle beating the, the uh, COVID allegations. He's at 24.1. Now, some, somehow he's outplaying his contract because his contract tells me that the NBA are, has never been in a better place with point guards because there are 14 point guards. The NBA tells me are better than him if we're basing it on contracts. Now, you can name and go and Google search the 14 point guards, but there ain't no better 14 point guards than what we got right now, right? Last but not least, the game, as far as other people noticing, Kyle Kuzma's comments. He's an all-star this year. He's been playing phenomenal basketball. You can tell from the team last year to this year, they have more poise and patience, and they look for him. Spider said Jalen Brunson has been going crazy. So he's doing everybody's job, and as you can see, I'm doing two jobs right now. I'm hosting Ed with this kid who is cooking all of this. Said it's all you. Been you a man since you repping your feet. Stepping for me, so you stepping for free. Dirk with the shovel, I got the last laugh. Don't get blown away by the backdrop. Listen, <clears throat> my brother Khalil is going to come up here, but I, I remember they was calling Jalen Brunson godson, so we had to play a little godson out here. Listen, man, first off, I had to start off with the brother Kodak Black. I am not a Kodak Black fan. Um, I think he's. I, need, I think that brother needs serious help. I think he needs to get a therapist, uh, probably a shrink to get him some meds. Like, he's, he's, he's definitely not all there. But that spin joint, I just feel like when Jalen Brunson come in the scene, like, that's his theme music. Like, let me see you walk. You know what I'm saying? Let me see you spin. He going to ride down on the ops. Like, I just feel like he was talking to Jalen. I was like, yo, I got to play that for him. And then come through with God's son. I'm on fire. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, man. I, I was saying that Jalen was averaging, like, 30-some points over the last five games. Um, the dude has been remarkable. He's been remarkable again to 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 Breeze's point it, it's it's interesting when you look at what what 
what Jalen is doing, and I see folks talking talking bad on him, and it's only so that they could talk bad on on Leon Rose. Leon Rose has enough mistakes that you could talk about. You don't have to talk about Jalen Brunson, his one true great, you know, pickup, right? And 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 an effort to get Jalen, I think he made some mistakes. I think drafting Obi instead of Halliburton, um, not the brightest idea, especially being that you have a coach that doesn't utilize him. But but we're not talking about that. All right. We all make mistakes. But when you get it right, give somebody their credit. Give somebody their credit. I saw Begley give uh, Tibbs his credit. We 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 beg to differ uh, about you know this nine man rotation and how how effective it'll be throughout the course of the season. But I think you know I think thirteen and six since 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 the since the changeup. So again, you give credit where credit is due. Um, a lot of that credit goes to Jalen Brunson. It goes to 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 the Julius Randle hype train that he had he had been on um you know super super happy that he's back to all-star form i've been voting for him i don't know if you've been voting for him i know some of y'all are purposely not voting for him to uh to prove a point and i want to say about that like let's 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 if we want to prove some points let's 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 talk we can we can have a we can have a, a session and we can talk about real ways that we could do it Okay, like like we can get back to my letter writing campaign. I don't, you know, I have no desire to stage a protest outside of the uh, Madison Square Garden because I, I don't know what we would be saying. Uh, but I think that we do have questions, legitimate questions, and we, and we should send a letter to the board, send a letter to Dolan. I'm with it. Arguing amongst yourselves about, you know, what's a quality win versus what's not, you know, it's just. Jake's been taking L's all week. I feel for him, man. He's got he's got Chameleon Air. He's got his quality wins take. I mean, the brother's he's down bad, man. You know, give a white man a hand when you see him, all right? Shake his hand, you know, pat him on the back. I don't fucking know. Only 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 Mo is repping for the whites right now. Uh no, I'm, I'm just talking shit. But yo, man, happy to get a win. I, I take him however we can get him. Shout out to Kuzma, you know, way to go off. I need Grimes to hit 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 his shots. Um, but you know, obviously the dude plays good D, but I just need him to hit his shots. You know, RJ still working his way back. Want him to, uh, you know, do do a little better job of playmaking, but I understand they say he's in pain, right? So let's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on him too crazy. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, listen, 34, eight and eight, one steal, one block, one turnover, one foul plus 19, you know? That's your boy Jalen Brunson. Forty minutes, getting getting to getting to the business. What I wanted to do on this show because I feel like this 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 Wizards game was never going to be a lot to talk about. I hope we talk about some of what's going on. What what we hope to see by the trade deadline. A uh, lot of rumors going around. Khalil was out here trolling us last week. I, I don't know. You know, you hear about Kuzma. You hear about Zach Levine, OGN and Obi. I don't know. I don't know what's true. It all just feels like bullshit. So I'd love if anybody's been really, really, really tapped in and paying attention. I don't know. I feel like our beat writers haven't been uh damn, I kind of miss Berman. Where the fuck is Berman? Like at least give me like a smoke screen. Like I, I don't I don't know what's going on. I, what 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 the hell is Fred Katz talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. Um Macri, who I love, boy was he topping Tibbs off earlier in the week. It's disgusting. It's nasty. And I love Macri. Great guy. But Jesus puts a whole 
newsletter together going to town on Tibbs. It was nasty. I didn't love it. Um, so, you know, be careful. I don't, I don't love you guys who hate too hard, and I don't love you guys who spread your legs. Ass shaking anonymous. All right, man. Let's uh let's start to bring some folks up. Let's see who we got here, man. Uh Breeze, are you are you handling the bring up? <laughs> um, I can't, yes. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> Ass shaking anonymous. Ass shaking anonymous. <laughs> Ass shaking anonymous. All right. Let's uh we're gonna go to Khalil because Khalil was here first. Not a lot of people asking to come up, so that you know that means it's a, it's not gonna be a long show. Hey, yo, what's good? Uh, shout out to KCDA, uh, Cedric, Breeze, Polito. Um, if you don't follow these folks, please, please do. Um, thank you for you know, giving us this space. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm looking at my phone, right? With the unmute. I'm, I'm not gonna, not gonna be wrong. Breeze hit on a lot of what I wanted to say uh, in terms of Brunson. Um, I think in terms of this game specifically. Uh, you, like in terms of like ass- things to assess for the future, you wanted Kuzma healthy, you wanted Gafford healthy, uh, you wanted KP available, and they were. And two of those guys are playing like star caliber players, and one of them's w- one of the better rim protectors in the East. And you know the shots were falling, but you know they ultimately played well. It was a defensive game. You know if it wasn't for the stat padding, uh, you know Kuzma shot, we, they they scored one hundred and six. It's really good. Um, that being said, you know, there, there, there does leave a lot to be desired. The guys are finding their groove. You know, the shot is still not consistent enough. There is too much iso ball. But ultimately, I think, like, we can compete with anybody. And I, I think as long as, like, we're keeping our powder dry, we're going to be good. Um, in terms of, like, what Ced was saying about trades, I, I was listening to some of the cap stuff KFS was doing. It doesn't seem like it makes much sense for us to, to, to be, like – be buyers because all these assets are going to be overvalued. Like a Gary Trent Jr. is going to be expensive. Uh, OJ and Anobi is going to be expensive. Um, maybe we find a piece, but I, I think we just got to like move some of these dead pieces like free cam because he doesn't deserve what's being done to him right now. Um, maybe move Evan, see if we can get some second rounders. So those are my expectations. But yeah, you know, move on. Uh, we play Detroit. Uh, is that Monday? I, uh, we, we should stop on them. We stop on them. Period. Uh, Love y'all. Appreciate KCA. Um, Say game my game. Uh, you know, we should be on a six-game winning streak before we face Toronto. Uh, let's get it done. Appreciate you, Khalil. Yeah, and I think for um, yesterday's game, it's like, I don't know. He Somebody got a cell phone for, like, next Twitter tweets um, through mid-game. Because a lot of allegations on the top, like, get beat during game. I seen a lot of he wasn't he, yo, he's not passing us. He know th- immediately takes the rest of the third and some of the fourth off to just start diving to get everybody else in the field. So I mean, good, good game overall. Somebody got a burner on the bench, uh, and it's it, it's comedy. We got uh, on BS next. What's good, my guy? What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace to the room. Um, I'm gonna keep it short, um, as we said. But again, shout out to KCDA for real. I put it on the um, chat already. Like it was twelve oh three, and I was like, "Yo, I gotta do something right now. What is it?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta listen to um, setting them." So um, shout out to y'all. Um, I'm gonna leave the basketball games and all that to everybody else. But um, I'm saying Alex B. Um, he's a, another guy on Nick's Twitter. He said it also. I think as Knicks fans, we should be putting Jalen Brunson. We should be voting for Jalen Brunson 
in the All-Star game. I could un- I'll take the argument, vote Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, but to me, Jalen should be the definite. Jalen should definitely be the definite that we put into that All-Star game. Again, the coaches might put him in anyway. As fans, though, I think whenever you're voting, please vote for Jalen. If you're going to vote for both, cool. But Jalen has to be the definite. Um, go next. We're doing well. Again, I'm a, I'm a big macro guy, so playoffs is my time. And uh, go next. You know, Benny, for all the shit talk on the timeline, that was like really, it's really tame. Just it's a, tell it's, you, a, it's a, you know, soft Saturday. I'm not really about much today. Okay, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's twelve twenty-four, and I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know Benny. Benny talks a lot. Nah, of shit. Benny begins a wild shit off on the timeline. He says a lot Benny. of shit. He comes up here. And he's I like, do again. Just vote for Jalen Brunson. Human. And, like, I'm, I'm human. It was one of those politician. days. It was one of those days. Next time, I got you. You got you got me wanting to hear Papa Left now. Like, you know what I mean? Papa Left's down there. He's throwing faces in his holiness parties. Um, that's an inside joke. Hey, that that jingle, that jingle uh, that passed up, popped up on my timeline was hard. <laughs> it's not like it's some real Jamie Foxx show material on that on that one, Papa Left. <laughs> Let's go to. A Knicks Lounge aficionado, that boy Big Mo. I use that word wrong, like a motherfucker. I, I, I hopped up in the. I, well, hold on, hold on. Big Mo is on the. You know, the, you know, CP is out here. You know, defending uh, Big Mo from the, from the white alligator. Uh, so, what's up, Big Mo? Right, number one, how you guys doing? Uh, I miss you, Sad Breeze, Halito. I, I didn't hear anything. Someone said I was white. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, I, I I don't remember my exact ver- verbiage, but uh, I was talking about give a give a white man a hug, you know, because Nick Jake Jake has been down bad. I was like, you know, we got Mo repping for him. I mean, I'm not white, but I give him a hug because that's my brother. But uh, shout out to you guys. I mean, you're white. I mean, you're white adjacent, Mo. You're white adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Well, shout out to my guys. Uh, always. I want to talk about something, right? You guys brought up a lot of good points. You Breeze, who them. I was talking about this the other day, right? You give, you give credit where credit is due. Jalen Brunson's playing some great basketball for the Knicks. You give him his credit. R.J. Barrett's been playing better after that cold start. Julius Randle's been having a better season this year. I like watching Julius Randle alongside Jalen Brunson. I like watching R.J. alongside Brunson. I just hate watching Julius Randle alongside R.J. Barrett. And I feel like there's a lot of times in games where one of these guys get iced out and it's absolutely terrible. You know what I mean? And that's what happened last night with R.J. Barrett in the fourth quarter. We didn't take any shots in the first seven minutes. So I hate seeing that together. You want to have a nine-man rotation? I'm all for it. Short rotation, the Knicks are 13 and 6, whatever the record is, since they had a short-man rotation. But there's no reason at all why Isaiah Hartenstein should be on the basketball court running fucking suicides as a seven-foot giraffe every fucking game because I absolutely hate seeing him on the court. He doesn't, he doesn't make anything better. He doesn't make anyone better. He doesn't be- benefit on both sides of the floor, on either side of the floor. I just don't want to see him on the court at any time of the day. If you want to shorten your nine-man rotation, uh, evaluate Obi Toppin. Give him some playing time, consistent minutes instead of four and a half minutes, three and a half minute periods. If he's not doing well, trade him. Trade deadline's coming up. I like the starters on this team. The starting lineup plays well together. I like this starting lineup. But get me a bench piece, specifically a wing, probably around six, seven, six, eight. Can play both sides of the ball. Uh, not named Cam Reddish. Get, get me another wing that can score off this bench besides Emmanuel Quickly, because Emmanuel Quickly has been playing some great basketball lately, man. He's been very poised on both sides of the floor. Been able to get to the basket. Looks a little quicker. Playing some solid defense with that second unit. But I, I just don't want to see Isaiah Hartenstein with your second unit coming to a playoff series. 
If the Knicks are going to make the playoffs, you're going to get into that first round. You're going to need some scoring off that bench. And I don't want to see fucking Isaiah Hartenstein on the floor in a playoff series. It's going to be absolutely disgusting. So you want to make a nine-man rotation and trade these guys off the bench that you're not utilizing. Move on from, from Obi Toppin. Move on from Evan Fournier. Do what you can to get yourself a pick to a player to come off that bench and score with this bench unit. I don't think you need to necessarily focus on a, on a Kuzma or a KP or one of these guys to start for you because I like Grimes in the starting unit. I think he plays great on ball defense. I think he helps out Brunson a lot with the defense on switches. I think he helps out the three as well on R.J. Barrett. So I like the starters. They're playing good basketball so far. They're doing what they have to do. They're winning these games. And, and Tom Thibodeau, uh, excuse my language, he's a fucking bum. Uh, I think he should be fired no matter what, even though he's not going to be fired. Uh, late game execution is absolutely fucking terrible. The Knicks give up big leads multiple times against these teams. I understand that each team goes to their best player late in games, but run a fucking play. It's not just ISO basketball until the defense knows what you're going to do, and then you pass the ball up and you don't get a good shot. I don't like that. Run a damn play. Run a damn play. You, 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 the Knicks have to have Jalen Brunson drop 35 and 8-8 and eight and eight every game so far this in January for them to win these games against teams like Washington, and it shouldn't happen late in the season. These guys are going to get tired. It's normal. So it's not, it's not going to be as sustainable as everyone thinks it's going to be. So run some plays, run the offense, let everyone touch the ball. When the ball's moving freely, guys are setting off screens, back screens, the Knicks look like a better, better basketball team. So I just don't want them to keep on relying on Brunson and, and, and Randall to drop 20 and 15 a night or Brunson to drop 30 and 10 a night for them to win these games. I don't, I don't think it's going to work out late in the game unless you get like another play to come off this bench and help these guys. Well, I appreciate y'all. So let's uh so Mo if you can, if you can talk I did I did want to elaborate on a couple things so the first thing um so the RJ the RJ Julius and Brunson thing um you like you like either one with Brunson but you don't like all three together um for that is it because then if you take either one of the three out the equation you then rely on the other two more because obviously we are in a time typical offense. Is R.J. Barrett not one of the best third options technically you could have in the league, or you would like to uh, live and die with just two of them? No, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I think R.J. Barrett's a phenomenal third option. But to me, is that when you have two other players and all three of these players thrive when the ball's in their hands and they like to play on ball, not off ball, is my situation. Yesterday, what I liked was that RJ came out to the six-minute mark in the first quarter. He came back in at the two-minute mark with the bench unit for him to be the face of the, of the second unit, which was very smart. I liked that. That was a very smart play. I like when RJ plays with the second unit. He's the primary scorer. He has Emmanuel Cookie there by his side. who can also score the basketball. So I think it was very smart since the Knicks don't have scoring off the bench besides IQ. But all three of them on the court at the same time, when they all like to play with the ball in their hands, they're all ISO basketball type of players is what I hate because the one person is going to get iced out. 90% of the time, it's RJ Barry. You you right about that. You right about that for sure. I think. Hey Breeze, I, hold on, Breeze, hold on. I want to jump back. You think R.J. Barrett is the best third option in the NBA? One, I I said the best. I thought uh, my bad. One of the best. I, there's not oh, too much. He said one of the best. He said one of the yeah, best. Yeah, it, it's said it's a lot of duos, but it ain't too much big threes in the league no more. I don't know if you're taking a look around. Ain't really no more Bron Boshes and uh and D Wade's in the league no more. Everybody got at least two. And then that third is interchangeable. So, RJ, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with it right now. I'm gonna look. I'm yeah, gonna, go ahead. I, I, like, 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 if I'm looking at like, if I'm looking at Memphis, right? I, I probably would rather have Desmond Bain than RJ as my third. I don't option. think he's, he's right? your and second that, option though. Jaron Jackson will be your third. I'd want Jaron Jackson over RJ Barrett. 
Okay, that's debatable, but I can't argue it. Uh, yeah. Um, so let me let me play with it while I look around. Okay. You, you I, I want to see if this holds right. up. Um, second ahead. thing for uh, Big Mo. So a lot of people are. Uh, Hopefully you're still available. I know you you work just as much as me, my dog. <laughs> I'm listening, my man. I'll try to answer. I'm listening. All right, cool. Hold on, hold on real quick. Some news just dropped. Uh, apparently, the Knicks are eyeing Alex Caruso. The Warriors are as well. I don't know where he'd play. I guess maybe McBride loses his minutes, and then Caruso comes in, t- in into the second unit there. Uh, but just throwing that out there because we are talking, you know, we we are talking about um what's going on currently with the team and Breeze. Before you let Mo off, I want to talk. And I know Chris, I'm gonna get to you. Give me a second. Um, I want to talk another Mo point, which was trading Obi. I want to see where we're at there. And I, I may let Chris go before we do that. You want to let him go now? Because he he might be the close. Oh, Bangkok came. All right, yeah. Uh, Chris. Uh, yeah. Let Chris, Chris Chris go ahead, and then we can get into to some more of the Mo takes. I don't want to just have him have him waiting. Go ahead. Yes, sir. No, it's all good. I ain't got no closing material at all. It's just more that we're all in bubbles, right? But, like, sometimes out here in Vegas, I don't get to watch the MSG broadcast. League pass is funky sometimes. But I'm going to tell you, there's so many times where the opposite team announcers just call our players out so aggressively. And it's because a lot of what Big Mo was saying, and I'm not going to say much because Mo really covered a lot of it. The off-ball movement is whack. And I know it's the system that Tibbs has, but I still, I, I just can't accept it when I got a 12-year-old son who plays, you know, middle school basketball, like, Dad, where's this? Where's that? Where's the off-ball movement? I got kids asking, what the fuck are we doing with this play? So I don't have much more to add. It's really, I want to hear what the three of y'all got to say, because most points are dead-ass accurate. So let me off. Yeah, the, I think as far as the basis of that point is correct, the only thing is, um, so my my initial thinking with the team is like, how much are we gonna get with this team with Tom led by Tom Thibodeau before the next phase? So if we let letting some of these people off the train before we get to the the transfer, like how how will that come back to bite us in the ass? You feel me, kind of thing. Can I respond? Um, can I respond to that, Breeze? Yeah, and I, I have one more thing for you, and then, and then I'll, I'll be done with that sec with the, the back and forth. Big no, no, go ahead, then. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so the, since we're going to be talking about OB, OB Toppin, um, I, I'm trying to figure out if this is a strategic move, right? Um, everybody knows we got we come it up and we got to pay uh, OB and Emmanuel quickly, right? Uh, OB is the lottery pick out of the two. Is the team making a strategic move to then make Obi cheaper and pay Emmanuel quickly, who is who will cost less in the asset based on how contract works? You know, so is this a move to like, all right, we want to pay quickly, kind of a better deal than Obi because there's only certain scale deals you you really doing for lottery picks. Is the team strategically moving around keeping both but making Obi cheaper? Do anybody think that that could be a realm of possibility? I, I personally think the Knicks already fucked up their situation with Obi Toppin. I think them not playing Obi Toppin, not utilizing him, trying to see what you can get out of him, they fucked up his value. So now you're in a position where are you going to try giving him any contract just to stay, or are you going to just trade him now? In my personal situation is that you trade him now before his contract is over, before people are going to just watch him walk for free and let him pick a decision. 
So that's why I'd move on from Obi Toppin. And when I was talking to you about that bench piece, the Knicks don't have to try utilizing trading Obi for a big name bench piece. If you don't want to go after a big name now, I mean, I would just move him just so he can drive somewhere else or just get him off his bench because he's not going to play behind Julius Randle. The Knicks have made a focal point that they're going to run this offense around Julius Randle. Now, I don't hate Obi Toppin, bro. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I don't hate him. I mean, the kid's still a young player. He's still on a rookie deal. So I still think you can get something out of him now. But I still think the Knicks should focus on moving on from Evan Fournier and Cam Reddish if they're not going to be played to get something back in return. And, like, people might bug out, but, like, a player that you want to get back in return is not something wow. I mean, a bench player that can score the ball, like an Alec Burks, makes sense, like a Terrence Ross, like one of these guys that can come off the bench that can just score for you, play 10 to 12 minutes off the bench as a backup wing if you're not going to be playing Cam Reddish or Evan Fournier. Because if I have to watch a first-round playoffs for Evan, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein and, and Jericho, and Jericho Sims are your 4-5, or, or Isaiah Hartenstein's going to be playing the 4 for 18 minutes a game in the playoffs, that's going to be disgusting, man. We need some scoring off the bench with IQ. Can I, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Hold on, Keisha. Also, hold on, also, Keisha, the Keisha, hold on. You're going to close. All right? You're going to close. Bankai is next. Real quick, Big Mo. Um, you're not going to lose Obi for nothing. He's not going to walk for nothing. Like uh, he, He's contract eligible, the extension eligible this summer. The summer after that, he's a restricted free agent. So I hear you if you're just not going to play him, if you have no use, if you're not going to do nothing with him. But as far as losing him for nothing, like we're not. We're no, not, I just don't think the Knicks will match anything. Said I mean I understand it'll be unrestricted next year, but like for now, why keep a, that? Not unrestricted, spot? restricted next restricted, year. They're restricted. But, I'm restricted saying, but why would the Knicks match anything if they're not utilizing him? If they, if they haven't utilized him yet in three years, what makes you think that the Knicks value him later on in the future? That's my thing. And if I'm Obi Toppin, I honestly, like, he's way too fucking happy on this bench, bro. If I'm him, I tell the Knicks front office, go fuck yourself, just trade me. I'm playing three, four minutes a game, and Isaiah Hartenstein's his, his, his agent. His agent is the son of the president. I don't think he's going to tell him to go fuck. I understand himself. that, Ted. I'm, I'm not talking literally. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just giving information. I'm just giving because Mo, everybody may not have that context. I'm just giving you information. I understand. I understand 100. I know he's CAA, but at the same time, he's not a younger guy. You know, he's coming off that rookie deal. He's going to be 24, 25 years old. He's not. He's not a baby. So like he, he's going to want to get paid. Like this contract's going to be something to put food on the table for him. It's going to be a contract that he's going to need. So, like, I, I think it's better off for him to try moving somewhere else, try to utilize his talent, and try to get some consistent minutes on a different team to actually see what he actually got, man. I mean, for him, for his benefit, not for the Knicks. I hear you, my brother. I hear you, my brother. Let's uh, let's jump to Bankai. Yeah, what's up? Good afternoon, everybody. I agree with a lot of what Mo said. Um, great win yesterday, but I do want to address, like, the bench. The main concern to me is the bench right now. Uh, the Knicks ranked 26 in scoring off the bench right now, which is pretty, pretty bad. Uh, last five games, you know, 36 points uh, from the bench against the Wizards, 16 points against the Pacers, 9 points against the Bucks, 15 points against the Raptors, and 21 points versus the Spurs uh, from the bench unit. And that's mostly coming from Emmanuel quickly. Uh, sprinkle that in with, you know, some random performance here and there from I guess Hartenstein, when Evan Fournier was still in the rotation a little bit here and there, um, maybe a little bit of Deuce McBride, um, and that's it really. And that's to me, that's a huge concern because yesterday, if you watched the game, uh, Thibodeau was not getting anything from the, from the bench in the second quarter, so he tweaked the rotation and he added uh, Jalen Brunson to play with Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett with the rest of the of the bench unit and it absolutely worked because you had 
three playmakers out there, um, you know, who could handle the ball and kind of create for the rest of the guys. Now, the problem is with the bench unit is that, you know, uh, if you take out RJ, right, because RJ is primarily a starter. You have Emmanuel quickly out there by himself being the lone shot creator, uh, not only for himself, but he's also trying to do it for everybody else uh, on that bench unit. Hardenstein can't create his own shot. Obi can't really create create his own shot. Uh, Miles McBride can't create his own shot. So that leaves IQ with the with with the you know baggage of having to create for himself and try to do it for everybody else. And you know, quickly scoring, uh, you know, at a this decent clip right now. But again, he it, it's not sustainable moving forward with just IQ getting most of those points off the bench. And if you recall during the COVID season and even, you know, early parts of last season, why was the Knicks uh, bench so potent in those, you know, in that half a season? It was because they always had, you know, two to three playmakers who could create for everybody else as well as, you know, getting their own shots at all times. They had Emmanuel quickly. They had Derrick Rose creating for himself, creating for everybody else. You know, we had Alec Burks on the floor as well. And so... It's not. It's not a surprise that the bench, uh, the bench scoring has dipped so much this season because we only, again, we only have one guy who can create his shot and create for everybody else off the bench. So right now, you know, we we need a bench scorer ASAP. Like I hope is addressed. You know, you got guys like Malik Beasley out there, um, Gary Trent Jr. I don't know if he'd want to come off the bench, but those are guys you got to look at. Like you, you need a you need a bench scorer right now. You need somebody else who could create his own shot, aside from Emmanuel quickly. Like you can stagger with the starters, but again, you got to give the starters rest at some point. You know what I mean? Like you, you I don't. I personally don't think playing Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett with the bench so like a lot is sustainable. Like you got to give them some breaks here and there. I want to. Yo, uh, my, I got a quick question. Why does everybody think it's not sustainable? Like they're young. They, they can play like what has showed you that it's not sustainable look at the bench scoring look at the look have you did you did you check did you not see how much points they've been scoring the last couple of games like off the bench like one guy carrying the no whole, the whole score right that's load? what i'm saying i'm saying that the the big three has it emmanuel quickly and all that like they hold the scoring so what shows you that they can't continue to hold the scoring because eventually, because 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 every night. Listen, if they are doing, listen, if they are working on both sides of the ball every night for forty three minutes, because that's like what, what's going on. That takes a strain on your body. You don't understand that. Like I don't understand why people think. I think that's that rhetoric. Just, I think that's like, just. I think that's talk. talk. I haven't like, seen oh, it. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I use the mute button. I'm unapologetic. It uses y'all, it. So. y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta relax. I, I, I don't. I'm not here to. Get, I'm good. Uh, I'm not yelling or anything. I'm no, 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 no. But listen, hold on, Keisha. You are closing. All right, you're gonna close. You get get all this off in your clothes. Write it down. It's coming. <laughs> all right, you're closing. All right, hold on. Back to where we're going. I, I do want to acknowledge that somebody said. Hold on, I want to acknowledge that someone said. I won't say who said it, but I do agree with this. It said. Big Mo trying to beat the white allegations when he sounds like he's from Bay Ridge is hilarious. And I agree. Mo is out here sounding like the dude in the Kia who it was 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 had the you know what I'm saying? The bucket seat. 
uh, like, oh, Mo's not up here anymore, so you can't. Mo, you got to come back. Like, is Mo DJ Khaled? Like, is Mo out here trying to give me, like, you know what I'm saying, a little Palestinian action? Like, I don't know what's going on. Mo should be back. Yeah, I'm back. He's still there. I mean, I might have a New York accent. I understand that. I I am from Brooklyn for 30 years, but uh, but I'm Lebanese. I'm I'm an Arab. From from I'm a Muslim from New York. I got I'm not a white guy. I'm from the Middle East. But if you want to consider that white, hey hey, Mo, let me tell you something, Mo. Let me tell you something, and I and I mean this with all due respect. I had some Lebanese yams once, and um, quality people, my brother. Quality people. Yo. You brought him. I up, mean, man. I appreciate that, bro. And I ain't gonna disagree. <laughs> Fucking quality, quality says it all, bro. But I appreciate that. Said I'm gonna give you a big. I mean, I respectfully, my brother. I mean, I respectfully. Respectfully, bro. <laughs> I agree with you, my man. All right, all right. Well, so now we got it cleared up. Big Mo, aka DJ Khaled, Lebanese. Got it. Beat the white allegations. All oh, right. That's disrespectful. Pop is coming up. Shit, should, me with a DJ Khaled. That's, that's disrespectful. Said damn. <laughs> Well, no, Cal, you no, some Cal, respect, no, and now you're telling like me that. I'm 400 pounds and fat now. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying, bro. You tell me that my, my right, beard, I mean, my you beard, can tell my he's beard's not painted white. on, bro. What are you telling me? And I said, come on. Yo, Khaled's beard is painted on. <laughs> Wait a minute, you, you, yo, Khaled's catching some strains here. I didn't, I didn't know people felt this way about Khaled. Hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to organize. Y'all are cracking me up. <laughs> yo, Pop Eleven's up here. What's up, Pop? <laughs> I'm here with uh, Michelle and. She said, "What kind of yams?" <laughs> oh wait, uh, I'm sorry. We interrupt this uh, Papa Left segment to um, for our <laughs> third and original, well, first member of KCBA, Julito, who t- chimes in by saying, "Papa Left does not beat the white allegations." Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. I've never, I've never tried to though. Um, but nah, just way to kill my, you know, bringing the laughing emoji to reality. But uh, I just wanted to say that Cedric's fucking hilarious, and that was the that you know, Ced, uh, Cedric's white allegation, Cedric's Lebanese yams getting moment is the co-host of the show. But I'm out. Listen, man, I'm gonna I'm talk to you later, Mo. I'm gonna talk to you later. I want to know where the Lebanese community is hanging out at. Cause shout out to. I got you. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> All right, uh, before we before we uh let the closer close. Before we close. Yep, because I'm getting definitely out of here at one. My daughter killed my audio, and uh, <laughs> things are just things are just funny today. Uh, I do what. <laughs> this is what, but you know what, Breeze? This is one of those shows. I, I you know I know we get out of one. I got yeah. you, but I, I I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the band. Nah, it is, it is. Um, it's just uh, we got a hard out due to the host. Uh, so yeah, his availability. But the um, uh, I want to read Chris's tweet, who said when the season started, we all said we had the deepest bench. Now we complaining. It's not the players, folks, and it's not just my narratives. Um. How many times Obi cuts to the rim and no pass hits him? I'm not going to lie. He had a lob yesterday. I, I did want to, you know, chime on it, but, you know, Quick was cooking. He definitely missed him for the lob, but a lot of the times, like, we just so far behind and moving the ball. Like, Mitch just started getting deep post t- <laughs> getting deep post passes. Uh, Grimes cutting to the basket his whole career. He just started getting it. We all behind it in swinging the ball. We are we very behind. Um, 
say you had anything for that for that tweet? Nah, 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 man. I just before we get to the close, I just want to. Where are you at on the trade, Ovi Toppin? Me, um, I <laughs> like I want to see Ovi play basketball, bro. I want to. Um, one of the the things that's been like he brings excitement to the team, even when he hits threes. Like we we they turned him into Steve Novak, and we get excited when he hits threes. He the energy of the team, so I want to see him get significant minutes. Um, but it's, it's, I don't mind not trading them. Like, I feel like eventually when you get the right coach in there, Obi can be, be able to do a little bit of everything, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm out on trading a lot of the guys. If I have to see the, like, before I see them in the situation where they can be utilized differently. Um, I was, I was on the trade. Um, you know, we don't have talent early in the season. But like I said last episode, this is all natural ability for a, a lot of the players. Nobody gets catered to. Nobody gets featured in a way that is productive. So I, I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting another piece for, for him that actually plays. But I just want to see the light at the end of the tunnel for, for before I make a move on, like, the young, the actual young core. Yeah, so – Maura said this the other day. Shout out to Maura where she was talking about trading um, Obi. And, you know, I see Ari's in there. I know he wants to trade Julius. I, I don't see them trading Julius. And I want to see Obi Toppin play. Like, I like Obi Toppin as a player. I think he seems like a great human being. And for whatever reason, he can't find minutes in a Tibbs rotation if Julius Randle is playing. I think that's a knock on Tibbs. But I just saw Ian Begley bigging up Tibbs, right, for, for this 13-6 record since the uh, since his switch up. You know Leon wants to ride with his guy. So I don't I don't see how they're firing Tibbs, right? I don't see how they I don't see how they're going in separate ways. I mean, unless there's like this insane meltdown towards the end of the season in the playoffs. We don't know. We gotta watch. We'll see. But if they keep playing the way they're playing, and I think that Jalen is to your point, saving people's jobs. Then he's still going to be here, and if he's still going to be here, then we'll have Obi Toppin Gear Four playing twelve minutes. It's disgusting. It's a really nasty thing. I, you know what I mean? And so, if that's what I have to look forward to, then yeah, like I, I want you to trade him for for his benefit as well. You know, um, Tibbs just wants to play guys forty minutes a night. So that's where I'm at with it. Like I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm at a place where if he got to go, he got to go. So that he could have a, a you know a good basketball career because it's not going to happen in New York with tips. Nah, I, I definitely feel you on that. I, I feel you on that for sure. Because if if you're not going to utilize the asset, then the asset just there for no reason, man. So, um, are we? Do you want to let the uh, let's yeah, let him up. close it. Let's get to all it. right, Keisha. It's on you. Get all your shit off. <laughs> You guys know, you know what? Thanks, Sam, because you know I wrote, I wrote everything, I, <laughs> I wrote everything down that I wanted to say. Because this shit is bananas to me. I'm gonna make it real quick. I swear to God, I am. Keisha, Number all one, I want you to do, Keisha, Keisha, all I, all I, I want you. I'm glad you wrote it down. Get, get yours off. You closing. You, you go for it. Don't feel rushed. However, don't incriminate yourself. That's all I ask. Okay. Don't incriminate what? Don't incriminate yourself. Oh, okay. In regards to that, okay. You dropped you dropped a real good one the other night, uh, a couple weeks back, and I was like, you know what? 
Just hit me in the DM. I appreciate you, said. I appreciate you. Next time I see you, and I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks, so shots on me next time, okay? <laughs> All right, much love. <laughs> um, one thing, okay, I wrote everything. Thank you for telling me to write everything down because I'm, I'm fuming right now, but I should be happy, but I'm happy. That's what's weird, right? Number one, Grimes is not getting the touches that he needs, right? Oh, God, I have so much to say. I need to just focus on what I wrote down. Grimes is not is no longer rather getting the touches since RJ has been back. So I'm not sure if that's um oh oh yeah. Also, it's very interesting. I don't know. I was I was in a space, and then they stated how um how Randall is not acting the same with RJ back. Like you could feel the difference, like his attitude. I don't know if I didn't see that maybe because I don't personally, I don't look for that behavior. Um, but, but I love, but I love, but I love RJ. I'm sorry. I love, I love Randall and what he's doing, his therapist, or he's drinking fucking green tea every day. I don't know what it is, but it's working. Um, also with the quality minutes, someone mentioned um you know th there's a difference these 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 men are not workhorses okay they are not freaking working in central park this there's a thing called maintenance so you need to maintain um the minutes you need to you need to maintain listen we're still in january believe it or not we are halfway through the season so we need to maintain um um uh the productivity in regards to like when we need them in the off season. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in the playoffs because we're going to the playoffs. That's that's just what it is. Um, hence, I think why we're not playing Rose uh, as as much as well. Remember when like when uh, we went to the playoffs, Rose came in and we took off. So we cannot be like waiting waiting independent on Jalen. To freaking play 41 minutes, Randall to play 42 minutes, RJ to play 40 minutes, and then yet and still we have we playing fucking iHeart fucking 35 minutes and we got Sims sitting on the bench. How are we gonna be productive? How are we gonna go through the first round? People are expecting us to not make it through the first round. So how are we supposed to like continue on and 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 make it through and be contenders? Listen, that that makes no sense. So that's why you have to maintain the minutes, okay? Goodness gracious! And secondly, or well, thirdly, at what point do we? Huh? No, you said secondly. I was like, that is not secondly. <laughs> no, I said, I said, I said, I said, continue on. Hold on. <laughs> and at one point, <clears throat> excuse me, are we going to realize that we're building around the coach? That's a freaking problem. We are building around the freaking coach. We have all this freaking talent on the bench, man. We are not playing our players to their strengths. The things that like everyone like fucking drools over and, and slurps over, we have in our players. They are sitting right there. Like this makes no sense. This makes no sense. Everyone wants this player, that player. All of these qualities and everything that we have is sitting on our freaking bench. But Charlie Brown and his emotional state, just like personally, I would love Burks to be back here. But, but Charlie Brown is in his feelings. He cannot play our players appropriately. 
Use them appropriately. Just like iHeart. You know why he doesn't fit in Tibbs, quote unquote, um, freaking uh, uh, um, system? He's not playing him appropriately. That's the problem. It's not our players. We have the, we have the paper, we have the freaking pieces. It's so it's so annoying. It's so frustrating. Oh God. We have to also we have to give respect also to Randall. I know a lot of you fucking hate Randall. Randall and and also Jalen are playing All Star. If they were on another team, I would say probably majority of you would be slurping after them. But they are on our team. Give respect to our players, man. Give respect to them. Appreciate our players. They work our... Listen, they, they work 100% to make sure we win. It's not pretty. Absolutely not. But also... You, but also, it's like, what kind of... Listen, our offense is fucking basura. It's garbage. All right? It's fucking garbage. So who is that on? They are told, they are told to do what they have to do. Land the plane. We got we got a hard out. Okay, that's it. I'm not saying anything else. That's it. Thank you for allowing me to talk. I appreciate you guys. Everyone have a phenomenal day. It's the weekend, and I love you guys. Let's go, Knicks. Let's go. Let's go, and let's continue to win these games. Thank you. Breeze, break us <laughs> off, man. Entirely too much slurp references, Keisha. Entirely too much. You got. It. I was, when I was here, <laughs> sir, but I want to understand, right? Because Keisha is a proud, you know. Uh, lesbian, um, and so I want to know, like, why, why, where are the lesbian references to to to, to sexual innuendo? Like, why, like, what, why is it always the slurping? Like, what is, what, is, what, is, like, what, do, what, do, what do y'all say? When because, y'all like, oh. listen, oh my god, listen, listen, you know we don't slurp, okay? Go, so we I'm enjoy, you, so stop that. <laughs> let Breeze get his off. <laughs> Yo, I appreciate everybody that came through. I'm gonna um, allow part of my clothes for. Um, Born Rebel to come up uh, for him to promote uh, the space. Um, it's supposed to be a mega space with uh, Knicks and Lakers um, for the upcoming game coming up. So hopefully he is able to speak on that real quick. So I'll let you do that now, and then I'll finish the closing. Oh, shit. Hey, um, well, appreciate that. Real quick, before I get into that, I want to, like, you know, Breeze, you, you probably heard me uh, talk about it, but... Um, uh, you know, I'll talk about the mega space first, and then I really want to talk about this uh, this Cam Reddish situation. But uh, no born, no born. That's not what Breeze said. Yeah, yeah. We 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 gotta you close. We gotta close uh, just for availability purposes. Oh, okay. No problem. You, no, yeah, problem I, no problem. No yeah, problem. Okay. Yeah. No problem. I, I wanted you to space. promote your space before. Uh, before oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. So so look, um, I'm putting together this mega space after the uh, Laker Nick game on the 31st. Uh, I'm going to uh, share a link in the chat right now. Um, also, um, if you shoot me a follow, I'll follow you back and um, and I'll uh, I'll send you all the info uh, directly uh, to your DM. But uh, yeah, long story short, putting together this crazy mega space uh, between the Knicks spaces, between the Lakers spaces, it's neutral territory. Um, so it's not going to be like, you know, a whole bunch of Knicks in, um, in a Laker space or vice versa. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we, everyone, we're going to talk that shit. The energy is going to be crazy. It's going to be friendly. It's going to be literally right down the middle. Um, you know, so there will be a ro- rotating, a rotation of co-hosts, rotation of speakers, 
Uh, we might even, you know, even might even have a special giveaway prize for one lucky person uh, rep who represent their team. So whoever's the winning team, uh, we're actually going to do a giveaway of some customized dominoes in your team's colors. Um, so it's going to be dope. The energy is going to be positive. It's going to be a cool space. Talk that shit, like I said. Um, so, yeah, just something unique. You just kind of I'm asking everyone to kind of, you know, let's uh, let's throw a, a big ass block party. Let's step out the house and throw out uh, throw a big ass block party in uh, in Nebraska. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the vibe. I appreciate you guys uh, 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 letting me speak. Uh, a couple of you guys. Hold on. Like, say that again. No, how many us is you going to say, man? You got to take a public speaking course or something. Oh yeah, Shit. no, you absolutely right, man. You absolutely right. I will definitely uh, take a public uh, speaking course at some point. Um, so yeah, let me, save you, um, let me save you for yourself, boy. Everybody, everybody, look out! Everybody, look out for the Knicks Lakers big mega space. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in to uh, KCDA. Um, we got some big games coming up as far as the Knicks. So all of those playoff allegations. We will be able to beat them or succumb to them very soon. Um, so everybody that's on the timeline will then get to have some evidence for if we are getting any meaningful wins. So y'all got to lock up these these um, wins against some of these Detroits and Washingtons again before we get to the real gauntlet. Um, I appreciate everybody pulling up. Set us on you for the super rapid fire close. Yeah, super rapid fire because you gave born four minutes. <laughs> but um listen man looking forward to um to today man yo celebrating you know get to celebrate my own girl um you know it's her 40th i hope everybody's getting some good time in this weekend some good family time yo listen mlk day is monday um do an active service you know and, and if you can't get out and do any community service just ser service your family by educating them about dr king uh, you know, not just the I have a dream speech. He's he's more than just the I have a dream speech. And um, I think it's important that we that we one thing I think it's important that we share pictures of, of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in color so that we're not looking at it from this perspective that it was so long ago. Uh, it really wasn't and, and the atrocities that, that, that our people have faced in this country. So uh, I'll leave on that note, man. Much love. Appreciate everybody pulling up to the show. Peace and love. One. Julito, you can close the show. Wait, y'all are waiting for me to talk? Nah, you could just close the space, bro. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>